You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I don't know if it's a Rick thing because like, I know I probably defend Rick more than I should. And I, I defend him more than definitely a lot of other you guys are besties, dude. It's okay to, to <laughs> write a doctor. It's just like, <laughs> I don't know if, if Rick, if Rick knows how to find talent, I don't know if Rick knows that, Hey, I know Larry Garcia hit that Homer in the playoff, uh, the playoffs last year, the one Homer. Um, but this ain't it. Like, I don't know what Rick thinks about Larry Garcia because I think in reality, he's the one giving him the three-year $17 million deal. He's the one doing it. It's not Jerry. It's not Ken. Right. Rick is the one giving that kind of extension. So when I think about it that way, I can't have actual regret until the window is closed and you don't have a championship. But that being said, somebody like Yuan Moncada – I want to get you the exact numbers real, real quick um, because he's got two years left on the deal and the money escalates big time. Uh, 17 million next year and 24 million the year after. Yoan Moncada is currently a 0.2 war player this year. He has a negative 12.80 war. He is worth negative 12.80. Wins above replacement on offense. Yeah. What, kind of, what, what the guy's going to get seventeen million next year and twenty four million the year after? Yeah, I mean, I think in the, I think that that's where you're you say to yourself as a team, you're going to have some guys with some bad contracts, and yeah. how can you fix that, right? And yeah. does that mean getting a, a solid third baseman so that that way you all move to second and you fix your issue there? It's going to be interesting to see. I mean, it, what, what what the organization does, and, and I know there's talks of like changeover. But like, do you think it's going to go that far up? Do you think it's well, like going to be a Rick Hahn changeover, or do you think that's it's just going what to be I wanted to hit with you next? The White Sox are incredibly high on Chris Getz. They were as a player, um, they are now as an assistant GM and the creator of their their project Project Birmingham at the AA level. For the last six weeks of the season, they bumped up all of their high quality single A talent, and they're letting them play the last six weeks of the season at Birmingham. They're instituting a ton of different technological and and um, and baseball research type programs there in Birmingham where you have your best talent and where you're playing against the other team's best talent. Chris Getz did that all by himself. Chris Getz is the one evaluating the majority of this talent. There's two options though. Like Chris Getz from Detroit, from Michigan. He went to Michigan. He played there. The Tigers GM job is open. I could see Chris Getz either getting that job or leveraging that job to stay with the White Sox in a higher higher level where they bump him up into the Rick Hahn role and bump Rick up into the Kenny role. Like, I don't think Rick is a, a, a talent evaluator, a t- talent evaluator anyway. Yeah. I mean, it's always good to have a baseball guy in that, that situation. I, uh, I've been watching on Amazon prime. It's a documentary about Bayern Munich. I know you don't fuck with soccer like that, but not at all. No. Yeah. But it's really, but cool I like a good doc. 
they talk about the business side of the team. They talk about the organization as a whole and how they've grown to be like this national powerhouse. And something that they live by is all their managers and like personnel, they're all former players. And they did that because they want the players that were there to build and continue to add to the to the to the future of the team by by showcasing and highlighting what wasn't there so they could fix it. And I, I wonder if that like you know when Chris gets somebody like that that that's what you need just someone that cares a little bit more. That's why Ozzy was a lot of fun to have there. That's why Robin was fun to have there because it was guys that were part of the organization that love the team a little bit more than a regular person does. And obviously Tony has his history, but. I don't think he's wearing a White Sox cap, you know, around the around uh, around the streets if he's not managing this team. So I don't know. I think that'd be that'd be good. Just getting some more people that care, man. I think that's the issue with the team itself. I mean, even guys out there right now, I don't, it seems harsh to say something like that, right, Shane? Be like, yeah, these guys don't fucking care. But that's what yeah, it I mean, feels it seems like. harsh, but that's what they that's what they show. Yeah, that's what it feels. They like. don't show that they care. They don't show that they care. And I'm I'm with you when it comes to former players of the organization putting more effort into things, but sometimes it's just got to be the right man for the job, right? Like even in the the situation where Tony was hired, it wasn't a former player that would have been the right situation for that job. It would have been AJ Hinch. You know, they would have right. hired AJ Hinch instead of Tony Larusa. And now people want to talk about AJ Przinsky wanting to manage and coming back and filling yeah. that role when Tony's done. But do I, don't I, love, I love that though. I, I love it too. I love it too. Okay. But I, I don't even know. I don't. I don't think Tony's done. Oh my God! Please don't say that. What do you mean? I think he's done. It's a three-year like three deal. The organization. It's it's a three-year deal. I, I don't see a situation where Jerry okay's the firing of Tony Larusa at the end of the season, because yeah. he will be able to say, "Well, your players were hurt all the time." What's Tony supposed to do when when Eloy's only played fifty-three games this season? What's what's Tony supposed to do when Yasmani Grandal can't stay healthy? What's if Tony they, supposed they, to do when Tim Anderson has two extended? DL even more of an embarrassment though like that, that's just like oh no dude i agree with you but I'm, I'm telling you what how jerry will justify it yeah. that's how jerry's going to justify keeping tony around for the length of his contract so he doesn't have to pay him to do nothing because jerry doesn't pay anyone to do nothing and jerry's like as long as they're talking about the white Sox, we're okay <laughs> good and, or bad it doesn't matter and we've talked in this podcast before about the tax tier system in which jerry saves a shit ton of money if he keeps attendance below two million right now the white Sox are pacing to bring in about three thousand people under two million this year so jerry will once again slot in under his his tax obligations and he's only gonna have to pay Two dollars and fifty cents on every ticket, as opposed to nine dollars on, on every ticket that was right. sold. You know, he, so he's like he's like lose these games leading leading towards the end of the season. Yeah, so man. You guys don't feel the, Shane, don't go to the game. No, Shane, go to the game. Screw this guy. I mean, see, my tickets are already paid for, so they're already counted okay. toward attendance. You know, so it doesn't yeah. fucking matter. But like, I had tickets to today. I didn't even try to get rid of them. I just I just let them sit. Yeah, wouldn't that be funny if you and I did something like that, where we made this big stink across chicago to get people to go to the game so that jerry has to pay taxes <laughs> it's money that would be and, then, and then all of a sudden it's like we got a party every game and it's just people know to go there just like a fun jerry type of thing that'd be great god damn dude god damn and you know what this was supposed to be it you were five games above 500 uh 10 games ago right five games above 500 10 games ago you had this stretch of easy games 
against Baltimore, against the Diamondbacks. Get your ass swept by the Diamondbacks. Now you got to face six straight games against divisional opponents, and then you have to go to the fucking West Coast where you never perform and Ever. play three in Seattle and four in Oakland and likely get your ass kicked in all seven of those two. Like, it's I, I'm okay, and, and I think tomorrow on Parkinson Spiegel we'll have the official funeral procession of the 2022 Chicago White Sox. I, they, they've been waiting for me to tell them when it's okay to do it, That's and I think – I think it's okay to do it. It's just, it's not fun for me anymore, man. I'm not yeah. having a good time. Yeah, I think that's the that's the biggest issue. Is that it was it was at least it was like a maybe there was a chance type of feel, and even even for the for the diehard fan that saw it but just didn't want to agree with everybody else, and then now it's just like you're like, ah, uh, you guys fucking suck, man. Damn, 